0: Two brothers, when united, form the Disney Majors, fighting the powers of evil with their mouths. Here's your hosts, Jake and Eli Hollingsworth! I'm Eli Hollingsworth and I'm joined by my brother and co-host
1: Jake Hollingsworth and hello everyone! welcome back to the podcast and have a holly jolly Christmas everybody. I don't know why I said that but I don't care. So, big big thing, we're two days away, well as of recording this, we're two days away from when Spider-Man No Way Home comes out this Friday. Today is December 15th and it comes out on the 17th. We are seeing it tomorrow, December 16th because we're sneaky hobbits and we got to see it on a Thursday.
0: Well, because here's a little, um, industry secret that nobody is ever going to tell, the theaters are never going to tell you, and apparently a lot of people don't know this, but, I mean, I thought it
1: was pretty well Is known.
0: that you can go see movies on Thursdays, like, the day before yeah. it comes out. That's normal. Whenever movies come out, you can always see it on the Thursday before it comes We did it for Rise of Skywalker, which is sad. Yeah. So of. we were telling our friends, oh yeah, we're going to go see it on Thursday, and everyone's like, what you going Apparently a lot of people don't know this so in case you don't know, yes, you can actually see the movie always on Thursday. We're taking
1: another friend to go see it too. Yes,
0: yeah, so that's going to be fun, super fun. The premiere was last night. So, I mean oh, We're in the end game now, guys. Yeah, exactly. Like, no,
1: we're in the spider game now. Is the people That's is that something that actually
0: people are saying or is it No, I made that it, it up. Just, yeah, of course. <laughs> that's what I thought. Um, I yeah. just made it up. I mean we're in the end game now, guys. A better I mean, game. Tomorrow is when Jake and I will be seeing Spider-Man on our way home. So we're trying to avoid all spoilers. I know that there's tons of them. I've already seen a there's few. There's
1: already there's already a bunch of jerks out there posting posting stuff about it.
0: There's I haven't post- seen any. Even from the premiere, there was people who got pictures and videos of the movie. When they were specifically told not to. And I think someone even said that they took away all like video devices before they saw the movie in the theater or for the premiere the world premiere so i don't know even how they did that but i mean it's spoilers are getting out so if you're you know stay off of all social media that's what we've been doing because we don't want to get it spoiled i'm crossing um,
1: my fingers that we'll have a big theater tomorrow so then we can like have have what we should have had for Endgame when people are losing their mind and cheering at certain things. I mean, this is going to
0: be a huge movie. Like, I mean, because it just baffles me a lot, how how many people are in the know about this stuff. Like, how many people hear the rumors, hear the leaks, because there's so many people who know that Toby and Andrew are going to be in this movie. Um, yeah, and so it's just really fun as a community of, of fans of Marvel and of Spider-Man to get to like speculate and theorize like we're all in this together except for the of course the jerks who spoil it for everyone but um, we're all in this together and we're all anticipating the actually seeing the movie and getting to experience it for ourselves uh, so we're all just like hunkered down ready to go and we're, and you can just feel the excitement everyone's so excited to finally get to see this movie and I am looking forward to it 10 times more because I've shared my um, hesitation we did one of our episodes was all of our hype and hesitation for Spider-Man No Way Home I was afraid I'm I was afraid the story was going to be you know lackluster and that the the fan service is all they were focusing on that the storyline itself was just going to be all over the place you know uh that it was going to be rushed and like would, it would have lots of problems because there was tons of onset rumors and stuff or not rumors but like Tons um, the
1: onset stories about how like they yeah. had onset like production troubles and like they didn't get they they like they had to like because Doctor Strange got delayed and they put decided to change the order of the movies and then there was the fact that they didn't get everybody signed on in time like they started filming and they didn't know if everyone was gonna be in it so. exactly yeah so I it was, was started and then they also said that they, Tom Holland could ask the director and the direct, like what happens in the in the finale and the director would be like oh, still trying to figure that out
0: yeah like. So I was very skeptical, and I was like, this movie might not be everything the hype is hyping it up to be. But um, the critics have seen it, audiences, first audiences have seen it, and currently it has 109 reviews, and it has 94% 94 on Rotten tomatoes. Tomatoes. And everyone is saying that this is an amazing movie and some Amazing people even movie. some people have even called it the greatest superhero movie. I think a lot of people could agree that it's the greatest Spider-Man movie, but some people are saying it's the greatest superhero movie of all time. Yeah. So, that's very exciting to me and that's a huge relief. I was so scared because we all want it to live up to the hype. We all want it to be everything that we want it to be and also have a great compelling storyline with, you know, humor and emotion and that kind of thing. And it seems like that's what we're getting. And I yeah, didn't that think, seemed like it. It didn't seem like we were going to, but I think that's what we're going to get tomorrow at three o'clock p.m. Eastern Standard. Time. Probably not
1: gonna see it right at three because they're gonna do trailers before that. But I'm sure I'll, I'm sure I'll definitely look at that like tomorrow.
0: Yeah. So that's very exciting. I mean, we're at the end of the road, guys. I'm kinda I'm gonna miss this phase. You know, this time period of waiting for Spider-Man: No Way Home to come out. Grasping at breadcrumbs for all of the new information. Oh, we to wait for Spider-Man Four. Yeah, like or
1: yeah,
0: I guess so. If but it's not there. gonna be Spider-Man Four is probably not gonna be nearly as big as this movie.
1: Well, that's better because like that's how you that's how you do it right. You don't try and top yourself every single movie. Like if you do something like this, the next logical move is to, like take a step back. Yeah. And just do something a little bit smaller. That's probably nothing to do with the next Avengers movie. They're probably going to take a step back. I mean, maybe they, maybe they could just jump straight to Secret Wars because they're setting it up all the multiverse stuff. Yeah. But, but my guess is they'll either take a step back and do a smaller story, kind of like Age of Ultron level story, or they'll just jump straight to Secret Wars. Yes. So, guys,
0: um... I mean, yeah, I'm going to miss this time period of, of, you know, No Way Home is about to come out. We're all speculating. We're all super excited. We'll probably have to move on to Doctor Strange, too. Cause, I mean...
1: Because after, after this movie, the next chapter in this multiverse story is Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. So, yeah. probably going to be waiting for that, which should have been March, but now it's going to be
0: May. Yeah, so, I mean, it's... Because it's been tons of fun, like, just with all the fans collectively together speculating
1: will toby will andrew be in it yeah which, andrew garfield constantly denying everything
0: yeah I'm, I'm so excited to hear the interviews and what he has to say after the movie comes out because it's going to be interesting to see what he says after oh not me i'm not the werewolf it's a photoshop stop it yeah so, maybe he'll be
1: like i guess i was the werewolf
0: yeah it's it'll be interesting to see uh so it's been tons of fun and it's almost over we also so. just
1: watched The Amazing Spider Man. It also helps that we watched The Amazing Spider Man 2 last night in preparation for this movie.
0: Yeah, so we were. So over the past week, we've been watching The Amazing Spider Man and The Amazing Spider Man 2 because we've only seen those movies twice. Or we've seen The Amazing Spider Man twice. We've only seen The Amazing Spider Man 2 once. Uh, so we've been kind of refreshing yeah. our
1: minds. I mean, um, I remember I remember most of what happened. I mean, I forgot that Alistair Smythe was in The Amazing Spider Man 2, but other than that. I remember most of the movie. I forgot that they broke up, actually. You did? Yes. I, I might like, remember that. I was
0: like, earlier in the movie, they they uh, oh, were breaking up. I was like, what? I don't remember this. I guy. forgot
1: Alistair smite was in it, which I thought was cool because I like the Smites. I wish they would be more. I wish they would be used more. Yeah. I forgot. I I didn't understand. So because I'd always heard people saying, and
0: there's that dumb thing where when he becomes Electro, it fixes his teeth.
1: I didn't remember that. Yeah, I was like,
0: what are they even talking about? But I they, saw that they I literally show.
1: Even though I watched it, I was like. Ew. It's like it was just like what? What is the point of that? Well, (laughs) his cake is also green and yellow, which I liked that touch.
0: Yeah. So I don't know why exactly they (laughs) because they devoted a whole shot to showing his teeth
1: getting fixed. I did not understand. That was weird. But (laughs) like one of the many weird choices. Honestly, I I honestly didn't think it was as bad the second time around as I thought it was the first time we watched it. I mean, obviously it's a bad movie. But it's watchable. This is one of those. It's like the prequel trilogy. This is one of those movies where you know it's bad, but it's watchable. Yeah, or like specifically Star Wars Attack of the Clones. You know it's you know it's cheesy, but it's watchable. It's like the
0: exact same movie as Attack of the Clones. You have these too many storylines, they couldn't pick one. Therefore, the problem none with Attack of, of, the them...
1: of the Clones is that they didn't have a main plot line. It just had a bunch of exactly. subplots. No main plot line. Yeah, exactly. This movie did, but it was clunky. Well, this movie had just a bunch of Three. main plot lines. Yeah, this movie had this it was kind of like flipped. It has a bunch of main plot lines. And also, but and the so problem with it didn't was get enough time to they develop. put way too much focus on the parents storyline that didn't even really get resolved very well. Well, no, it did. sort of because, like because he learned his his father wasn't a traitor, but but I also I could be biased sort of towards that because I find Peter Parker's parents boring. But I digress. Yeah, because all we told in the all all we told
0: all we are told in the comics is that is they're shield that, agents. Is that yeah or no? That just they died in a plane crash. And they in were shield the, agents in the Ultimate Comics. Yes. They no. No.
1: So. I think it was. I don't think it was the Ultimate Comics. I think it was like the real, normal stuff. Really? I think they were. I think they were shield agents.
0: Because they did the... Oh wait, no. I was thinking in um uh, in what was Ultimate Spider-Man. They made Luke Cage's parents shield agents.
1: That that was Ultimate Spider-Man. The show that which we don't which we don't talk about that.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Apparently, people don't like
1: that show. Which. Yeah. Uh, it come, it came right after the spectacular. Sp- I think the reason people gets as much flack as it does is because it came right after the spectacular Spider-Man, which everyone, a lot of people say is the best version of Spider-Man outside of the comics. Which I can totally see, see where they're coming from. I don't know if I agree just yet, but I think I might. I can see where they're coming from. Mm-hmm. So it came right after that, and I think that's why it gets as much flack as it does. Yeah. Um. So. But they were just trying to do. I, I used to be in that same group because I missed spectacular Spider-Man. I still do. But I kind of come around to accepting that they tried to do something different, makes Spider-Man a little bit more fourth wall breaky.
0: Yeah. So, um, I mean, yeah, the Amazing Spider-Man Two. It's again, it's very watchable. Yeah, like, it's, I, have
1: no, I have no problem. You watching. know, it's a bad. I know you. You, could, you know, it's a bad movie, but it's watchable.
0: I mean, I can forgive it more. Like everyone's like, oh, too many plot lines, blah blah blah. But uh, I think it. I don't know. I. I, the movie acknowledges it at least, like Peter Parker literally says, no, I've got Electro, I've got Harry, I've got the. Well, it doesn't say I've got Electro, like, but he's like, I've got Harry, I've got you, I've got so many things going on. Like it acknowledges that there's a lot of things going on. But they
1: don't try to fix it; they just go with it.
0: Yeah. So I mean, uh-huh. it's it, is it a bad movie? Yes. I mean, it's a jumbled mess.
1: It's a mess, but it's watchable. But
0: first of all, the visuals are some of the best we've seen. Except the
1: Electro fight, it, the visuals are really good. Yeah. The final Electro fight. If a lot of people say it just looks like a video game. It does. Yeah. I even joking said I even jokingly watch a movie and goes, oh wow, it looks like such a cool video game. Because that's kind of what it looks like.
0: Yeah, so the visuals are really good. It's it's probably my favorite Spider-Man suit. Uh, as live action Spider-Man suit. I a lot of people,
1: say, yeah. a lot of people, a lot of people say it's the best it's Spider-Man just, suit.
0: Like it's just um, exactly what you would need to see in a live action. I do like Spider-Man.
1: that suit. I love my favorite part of it are the eyes. I love the eyes. If I, they could just change the back logo to be a little bit more classic, then I would like it a lot more.
0: I mean, it's just perfect. Like it's got because there's certain things that you have to have to distinguish it from the comics because it's in the live-action media in order for it to look good like it has the raised webbing on it it, would be, it has the red and blue and then the webbing is like kind of resting above the cloth it's not sewn into the cloth like it is in Tom Holland's therefore Tom Holland's just looks
1: flat and like unrealistic and CG the whole time because well in Civil War his suit was CG the whole time but in Homecoming, they found a way to make it look more, like, real. Yeah,
0: but still, it looks just flat and boring because the webbing is sewn into the costume. Uh, And it also has, like, when he's web-swinging and falling, it actually has,
1: like, you can see the suit wrinkling and flapping in the wind. That's something the Insomniac PS4 game actually made it. Exactly. I feel
0: like they had. I recognized some things in The Amazing Spider-Man that I saw in Spider-Man PS4.
1: Yeah, the PS4 game still used a lot of moves. Like some certain,
0: it. yeah, swinging stuff, and... I like it when... I like the... and. Andrew Garfield's web swinging is some of the best web swinging that yeah it is really seem. good like just it just feels
1: very realistic and he's very quippy too
0: yeah exactly he's probably the quippiest of well yeah probably that's
1: one of the issue that's one of the issues I had with why so is that he wasn't very quippy he was just he only did like one or two and he was just silent throughout most of the fight
0: yeah just, ah, ah that's all you'd hear
1: but in the TASM movies they fixed that to raise a lot more yeah. quippy which speaking of Tom Holland
0: has said that Spider-Man steals a move from Spider-Man PS4 in no way home. He said that Spider-Man in the movie will use one move that is used in Spider-Man PS4, because he said that he's a huge fan of Spider-Man PS4, the video game. Uh, Which does. is a
1: great game, and I've played through it many times.
0: Understandably so. Like, I mean, it's like the greatest, it is the greatest Spider-Man game ever.
1: Yeah, it's, it's as I would say, even though I haven't played Spider-Man 2, I'd say it's better. So Tom Holland said he's a huge fan of that video game and that he actually stole a move from it and used it in the movie. Now it's all us to figure out
0: which yeah, one. Because I, I
1: played that game thousands of times, I might be able to figure we're out gonna, which move he stole. We're gonna be, I'm going to be looking intently into that
0: to see what moves he stole or what move he stole from Spider-Man. I Man. have a
1: few ideas. It's probably. I My guess is probably going to be one of the takedowns.
0: So yeah, guys, I mean, this is the last you'll hear from us before we see Spider-Man No Way Home. So, maybe. Actually, we might make, you know... No, this is probably yeah. This is probably the last you're gonna hear from us.
1: We were gonna do a live stream, but then we realized that there's gonna be those jerks who are gonna come into the comments and spoil it for everybody. Yeah. And we didn't want to risk that for our viewers and ourselves because we haven't seen it yet as of this recording, so we just decided not to do a live stream. Yes. So, um, this is we
0: are we haven't seen No Way Home yet. Obviously, uh, we're going to see it tomorrow. So this is the last you'll hear from us. So
1: we're until to- our review comes let's out, let's
0: give our final thoughts or our final. Yeah, thoughts on... So, I think the movie is going to be epic. Like, truly an awesome, once-in-a-lifetime roller coaster ride that is going to blow all our minds. That's what everyone's saying. Like, this movie isn't what you're expecting it to be. It's gonna blow your mind. So, I'm very interested to see what happens.
1: I think it's going to be a dumpster fire. No, I'm joking. I'm joking, I'm joking. I think it's going to be... What? Honestly, I don't know. I think it's... I want to say it's probably gonna be another end game, but that also sounds kind of harsh. But still, like I mean that, like that's, I think it's gonna be like another end game. I'm hoping there'll be another end game where it actually feels satisfying with all the fan service, even with the villains coming back, even with some potential Spider-Man being in the movie. Oh, I think
0: they're in it. I think it's pretty um, much 100%. They're in it.
1: I'm hoping this will be another end. This will do what End Game did for me. I actually felt satisfied. Watching the movie and seeing all these little moments happening, I hope Endgame did that for me. I'm hoping that this movie will do. It. And since I've been a fan of Spider-Man for like since I was like four, I'm sure it will. I'm sure it will be satisfied with this movie.
0: And also, uh, so recently there have been more leaks and rumors coming out about um what the post-credit scenes are going to be. And the recent, the recent word on the street is that the second post-credit scene is going to be... A the Doctor
1: st- Strange trailer. A, just a straight-up
0: trailer for Doctor Strange. And, and the then they'll release it to the
1: public later. Yeah. I think that... I don't know. I think that might have gotten debunked, but I'm not too sure about that. Well, I Maybe think... Maybe it, it did.
0: No, I think it got... It sprouted up, like, a little while ago, and then now it's coming back up as, like... It's, like, sprouting back up as people are saying that's actually going to happen. I've never heard that it gotten debunked. I think... I think it's probably. I think I saw something that said it might have. I'm not too sure about. It. I'm not too confident in that. Uh, I think it might be like. I think for Venom, didn't they show something for Into the Spider Verse?
1: Yeah, they did. That was actually part uh, of the, movie. the. The first Venom, they did show, like the scene where he sees. Where yeah, he's at the where he's at the grave. Spider-Man.
0: I thought they showed the part where he's getting chased by, Aaron or the Prowler.
1: No, they didn't. That was that was not it.
0: oh yeah, that's what they did for Venom. They showed, like, a And they already said,
1: Meanwhile, in another universe... Yeah. So they I'm just, up, like,
0: what. They straight up showed a clip from Into the Spider-Verse. So, um, I think we're gonna get the same thing here with No Way Home. They're gonna show a trailer for Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. Which, that's pretty cool. I, I, would, I would be fine with that. Because forever, what people were saying was that one post-credit scene's gonna be awesome, and the other's gonna be controversial. Uh, so... We were all wondering what the second post-credits scene was going to be, and it turns out it might be Duck Doctor and the
1: Multiverse of Madness trailer. So I guess, which I'm th- not complaining. I mean, we need to see a trailer for that thing. And I had heard that there—that I had heard some word on the street—is that, that was gonna, they're going to drop the trailer before the end of the year. So it's possible.
0: Yeah, and I mean, du- um, we, they may, I, I'm hoping that they do the same thing that they do with that they did with the first Far From Home trailer where they had, like, Tom Holland or someone come on before the trailer starts and say, hey, this contains spoilers for...
1: That was the uh, second Far From Home trailer. Yeah,
0: for No Way Home. So, click away or, um, yeah, don't don't watch if you haven't seen No Way Home yet. So, I hope they do the same thing for that, just so, you know,
1: people don't get spoiled. Also, well, also I hope the documentary comes out, too, because I understand why they're doing the reshoots. There's several reasons why they're doing reshoots. First off, they're trying to fix story problems that it apparently had. Two, they're adding in cameos three they're also adding in people who weren't available when they needed them which could also be cameos which also could be half cameos and others actual stars that they, that they couldn't do because they were filming other things and also I think another reason why Night Gang reshoots is and to explain because, because obviously gonna be, there's going to be those people who don't watch WandaVision don't watch Loki and I think the fourth reason they're doing reshoots is to explain the multiverse for anybody who didn't watch the shows
0: oh that makes sense because for Cause some it, reason people think that the shows aren't worthwhile. There
1: are well, that's just because they're that's probably because they have memories of the Netflix shows, which we did have a Netflix to Marvel show tie in today yes, with spoilers, Hawkeye. Spoilers
0: for Hawkeye. Go watch Hawkeye season one episode five right now if you haven't seen. Spoilers it Spoilers for Hawkeye. But first, I want to wrap up No Way Home real quick. So, um, No Way Home. I think it's going to be awesome. This is the last you'll hear from us on Spider-Man No Way Home.
1: Probably. Hope it's going to be... Unless
0: we're reporting on, like, box office numbers, probably. Probably not. But, yeah. Well, we'll, we will, we'll, we'll say it's successful or it's doing well or something like that.
1: So, we will just say right here, this is the last you'll hear from us about Spider-Man No Way Home. Hope it will be amazing, spectacular, sensational, and an ultimate movie.
0: I think it's going to be everything we're hoping for and more. So I'm I couldn't think of any other excited.
1: words that fit Spider-Man.
0: <sighs> I feel like a huge weight has been lifted off of my chest. We no longer have to talk about Spider-Man No Way Home.
1: Okay, let's talk about Hawkeye. So, sp- for anyone anyway, who hasn't seen... There's been others...
0: Well, first, also, I just want to mention real quick, Sing 2, the premiere was, I think, last night.
1: No one cares. Spider-Man You don't better. care about Sing 2? No, not really. So, just briefly,
0: have we ever talked about Sing on the No, we haven't. Um, well, anyway, that's my that's our favorite illumination movie. It's like the
1: only good one that they've made is it's the so, thing.
0: I mean the, the trailers.
1: I don't think it looks bad. I haven't watched it I have only watched like one trailer. I haven't watched it. Yeah,
0: else. I mean well I only saw the first trailer and then like some other TV spots and stuff, but um, So sing has come out. So that's just want to mention that also DreamWorks is coming out with a new film It's called like the bad guys. I think it's about, like, the big bad wolf and, like, some other animal villains or something. Uh, seems like, if people are saying it's, like, a kid heist movie, they just come out of the trailer, like, yesterday or something, it looks fine. Uh, so, just stuff on the, oh, yeah, Into the Spider-Verse 2, we already talked about that, right? No, we didn't. We did. Oh, we did Did we? Yes, we No, did. we didn't. Did we? No. So, I, I think we might have. Poor uh, Hawkeye. We're just we're mentioning it again, I just want to say. Just... Into the Spider-Verse 2, uh, they dropped the first trailer, and it looks amazing. Uh, we see Miguel, O'Hara, and Miles, and it looks awesome. Uh, so, I'm excited for that. I'm excited for Into the Spider-Verse 2, definitely. So, just mentioning stuff on the anime. Okay,
1: video. no, we didn't mention Spider-Verse 2. Did we? No, we did not. Anyway, Hawkeye Episode 5. If you haven't seen it, go watch it now. It's a good episode. Not as good as Episode 4, but it's a good episode. Yeah, I don't know S- if I'd say it's... Episode 4, I thought well, was it was You
0: might have been soured on it because we were expecting something the whole time
1: probably like. was but i still think episode four is bad so anyway if you haven't seen hawkeye episode five for real this time back out so, so go watch it and then come back so for everyone that has seen it let's talk about that netflix more well first off it was a nice it was nice to see elena again that's even though it's only been like a few months since
0: you know yeah, so it turns out elena did get elena did get busted d- that's it's 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 that's
1: <laughs> so apparently how it works and we also learned how it works for people who get snapped like it feels like for, like, for people, other people, it's five years. For, to, if you get snapped, it feels like five seconds to you.
0: Yeah, which is interesting. Yeah, we finally get to see what it feels like to be dusted. Like, you're like... <laughs> it's like you just like black
1: out. It's like you, like you you black out for like a... Like, that's, like, it's like surgery almost. Like you black out and then you wake up again.
0: Eh, probably not exactly like surgery. That's what I've heard it's like. Surgery probably feels a little bit longer. Because I think you have like... While you're drugged and passed out, I think you probably have like dreams and hallucinations and stuff. Dreams, ooh. <laughs> So, it probably feels like you're sleeping. Like you know how when you're sleeping, it doesn't,
1: it doesn't exactly it doesn't feel, feel like you're like,
0: conscious. Yeah, doesn't exactly feel like you know, bam, like that. No, it doesn't. It really doesn't. It feels it, you can tell it's been a little while.
1: And sometimes you have entertaining dreams too. Anyway, so it was nice to see Elena again, even though the last time we saw her was back in July, which actually does kind of feel like forever ago. But still, it was nice to see Elena again. Also, this is the scene that Haley Seinfeld was alluding to for the premiere of Hawkeye. Well, when not I don't know if it was a premiere, but when they're doing press for this is like the scene that she was alluding to, where Kate and Yelena meet for the first time. That was actually a really nice scene to see, mm-hmm. like them interacting. But and also we get we also are getting moving forward with the Echo plotline because Hawkeye revealed himself as the Ronin, as the Ronin.
0: Yeah, which you know. It's fine. The echo... The whole echo. And they kind of wrapped
1: up the Swordsman storyline with Jack kind of quickly.
0: Yeah, so that was... I was
1: kind of disappointed, because I wanted to see him become Swordsman.
0: Because we were kind of worried going into, you know, the finale. There's so many villains, so many plot lines. We were worried that um, they weren't going to tie them all up properly. But it seems like they might. Uh, Because they got Jack out of the picture. We got, you know... uh, uh, We still have... Kane and her mom kind of, you know, solved. Uh, Except Eleanor seems to be... Uh, working with Like
1: All I'm saying is she's working with a certain Netflix Marvel character, although we don't know for sure, although whether or not it's actually the same version of said character is up for debate. It's played by the same actor from those shows.
0: Which, so, before we got this episode, one of the people who worked on the show said that he thinks that this episode is going to blow up the internet. And so, of course... We we didn't want to be scar. Uh, we didn't want to be burned twice because Paul Bettany before the one division finale was like, "That's a super cool cameo. It's gonna be awesome." Which I'm still mad at him for that, because he was like, "Oh, we had some fireworks on set. It was amazing." And he, of course, he was just talking about himself. Dude, that's white. back in March. That's that's time for you to get over that, dude. It's not.
1: I'm. Stupid. I've gotten over it. That's back in March.
0: So of course, all of us Marvel fans didn't want to be you know burned twice. We were like, "Eh, okay, a little bit cautious," but. At the end of this episode, we got a huge reveal, and the whole show has been pointing toward this. And so we were pretty confident that um, a certain uh, big guy was going to be in the show. A certain
1: big man would show up. Um, So we were all pretty confident,
0: because the same thing happened with Loki. In Loki, there was tons of references to Kang, the Conqueror. And so we were all like, I think... We are all pretty sure that Kang was going to be in it, and then he was. Well, uh, a variant
1: um, of Kang was in it, even though he he remains... But we know that his variant is Kang, the Conqueror. So Um, here... We got tons of tons of signs pointing towards Kingpin. Yes. And then here, we actually see. You know, it's not in physical form yet. That probably will come at some point. We actually got to see Vincent D'Onofrio returning as Kingpin for this show. Even though it's only in picture form, we actually got to see him return to, to the role of Kingpin.
0: Yeah, which I mean was awesome. I cause, and we've never seen the Netflix show. I kind of
1: want to though. Yeah,
0: I think it would be cool. Um.
1: So I've heard we never, it's good.
0: Never seen that show, but we. I've are... heard it's the
1: better version of Arrow. Yeah. So we've
0: never seen that show, but we are familiar with Daredevil and of course Wilson Fisk Kingpin.
1: Because
0: yeah. we're Marvel nerds, so we are familiar with the characters, not those versions. And I actually them.
1: do kind of like Daredevil.
0: Uh, so that was awesome because we've been waiting for this the entire run of the show, um, and it's just been like we've just been anticipating it, and it finally happened. They showed Wilson Fisk Kingpin and uh, it's gonna be interesting to see where that leads now play.
1: it's up it's still up for debate whether or not if they're gonna keep the Netflix Daredevil show in Canon or they're just gonna just soft reboot them with the same actors that is still debatable
0: yeah it's interesting it, 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 and I think
1: they did say they're gonna address that continuity question soon
0: yeah it'll be interesting to see how they like explain that
1: but I think but I think but it's still great to see him as Keemtan again and I mean because this is the show that like Everyone was falling all over Daredevil. Daredevil was everyone said like, it was amazing. And when it got cancelled because Marvel because they were gonna give the rights back to Marvel, everyone was like heartbroken that it was just canceled. Yeah, because
0: I mean those other Netflix Marvel shows, people were like, yeah. People didn't really think they were that I great. think I heard like
1: I heard Punisher was good, I heard Jessica Jones I heard I think I heard only bad ones like Iron Fist. I've heard the other ones are good, but I've heard the best one is Daredevil. Like
0: everyone loved Daredevil. I think all so. of them I think
1: they they each had crossovers with each other too.
0: I mean, we didn't exactly, No, I mean, we didn't watch the Daredevil show, uh, which we might, but we did yeah, we never watched it, so. We That'd be fun. We didn't have a huge connection to it, but I can just tell that that's just, like, a relief for a lot of people, just to see these characters back, because with those pictures that John Cambio released with Charlie Cox in No Way Home, it seems like that's very likely to happen.
1: And even, just kept recently on, like, press for No Way Home, Kevin like, Feige was asked about Daredevil and Charlie Cox, and and he said "While you can't confirm anything if you see daredevil in any mcu properties he will be played he confirmed that he will be played by charlie cox but where that happens we can't say
0: yeah so it seems like he might interesting he's probably going to be in nowhere so
1: that's good news for any daredevil fans out there that if daredevil shows up in a project he will be played by charlie cox
0: which it seems very likely that he's going to be showing up in no way home which is going to be awesome uh, so excited. He's
1: probably gonna just be that quick cameo, but I'm sure he'll come up and I'm he'll pro- come up again It later. would make
0: sense if he's Peter's lawyer like that was the thing forever
1: Was like people were throwing out, like throwing around like wouldn't it be fun if he was if he was Matt if he was Peter Parker's lawyer
0: Yeah Like as soon as people walked out of the theater or far from home people were like I think Matt Murdock should be his lawyer people were saying either Matt Murdock or she Hulk
1: Jennifer. Jennifer L- What's her name? Jennifer Walters. Oh
0: yeah, Jennifer Walters, or
1: otherwise known as She-Hulk.
0: Yeah, exactly. So, and we are getting a She-Hulk.
1: Show. I heard Daredevil might be in She-Hulk too, which and he might think? even wear the re- classic red and yellow suit from the comics. Oh, really? Yeah, I think I, I, that's what I recently heard. Because so well, like, we saw oh. that little '80s TV spot
0: of which she's like, "You don't like me when I'm angry," so that's
1: that- a. She's a fourth wall-breaking character, so they're really going to implement that. I've heard it's going to be like a comedy, mm. sort of. Because that's of probably that. where they would implement
0: the red and yellow suit because that's a little bit more like, you know. Bright comic booky wacky.
1: They did bright and color- they they get bright comic booky suits in one division, so it's not. And then that they did. Matched. There was the other like black and red Daredevil suit. I hope. Yeah, I don't like that much. I hope that for when they bring Charlie Cox into it, which I'm, which we know he's coming. Whenever, whichever he shows up again, if he suits up, I hope they change his outfit to be. I hope they change his outfit to be more red. Yeah. So uh, I like. I mean, more I've I've, Yeah, I've seen the Netflix outfit, and I think it's fine. I don't love it, but I think it's fine. I wish they would make it a little bit more, like, classic and make it a little bit more red. Because
0: the Daredevil design from the TV show is, like, more body armor.
1: Yeah. And also, before all this multiverse room is started up, I I actually think it would have been a good idea. I actually think it would have been fun to see them do Matt Murdock not just as Peter's lawyer, but as his mentor in the movie. Because he has to have a mentor figure in the movie. I think it would have been a better idea to make Daredevil his... If they weren't doing the multiverse, I think it would have been a better idea to make Daredevil his mentor figure in No Way Home. Yeah, so I actually would have liked to have seen that, but I don't think he's gonna suit up in no way. Huh? No, I don't think that, that was that, that was never the theater. Everyone was just saying he's probably just gonna be his lawyer. I mean, he's gonna be wearing a suit, but he's not gonna be wearing the the suit. The Daredevil yet. suit, like literally all the pictures. But if they we've do bring in him. that Daredevil Netflix suit into one of his future appearances, I won't complain. But I was just, I was just, be, I mean, I'm still wishing it would make it one more spandexy. Yeah, I mean, he, yeah, I mean, all the
0: pictures we've seen of him. In no way home he's wearing a suit so he <laughs> has red glasses on just not
1: the suit um so that's that the hawkeye episode was good um i still think that last episode was better but this one was still good because i like the yelena and kate scene and i also like the, the kingpin of review. course it was awesome uh so yeah those are our
0: thoughts spider-man no way home it's almost here um it's gonna be awesome and hawkeye it's very exciting to see where kingpin goes because kingpin is also very much i hope he appears physically next episode
1: and, I, and actually that if they if they are doing that new Spider-Man trilogy, I want Spider-Man to fight Kingpin. If we can get something like that in oh, live action, yeah. that would be awesome. That would be awesome. I would be I would I would just be like take my money. I want that. And uh
0: so and then Daredevil's probably going to be in No Way Home. I mean, this is an exciting time to be a Marvel fan. It's awesome. Uh so uh it's just very exciting right now. Very exciting times. Uh so those are our thoughts on all of that stuff. Anyway, we're going to segue into our review on our movie of the week this week. Oh, we were supposed to be talking about, which is uh, the Rescuers Down Under. So let's get into talking about that. All right, we're back and we're ready to talk about the Rescuers Down Under, the sequel to the Rescuers. So. Mm. First of all, our behind-the-scenes nugget for today is that this is the first movie, actually. So we mentioned last time that Little Mermaid was the last Disney feature animated film to use the Xerox machine method of animation. Uh, which I explained in the... No, I didn't. Okay. Uh, no, I just, so just to make sure the Xerox method of animation is basically just taking the animator's drawings, putting them on the screen without really too many people getting in the way because the original method of animation, as I explained in our Pinocchio episode, season five, episode two, top five favorite Disney characters plus Pinocchio review. I explained the original method of animation, which was like the animators would draw and then there was uh, the ink and paint department. They would trace over the drawings with lines or with uh, ink, you know, pen stuff. And then they'd flip it over and paint the backside of it on a clear piece of uh, celluloid so then you could get the... Drawings up on the screen and, and the, so forth. But with the Xerox method, you didn't really have that. You just had uh, photocopying, putting it on um, animation, having people color it, of course. And so the animators loved this method because there was no one getting in the way of their animation. There was just them drawing and seeing it up on the screen. Uh, so this was the method that was used all the way up into The Little Mermaid, which is what we reviewed last episode. And with this movie, they moved into a new... A new... My voice went really high there. Um animation system called the caps system which is um the beginnings of pixar actually uh but we might be able to get into that later because if you didn't know pixar animators originally worked for disney we actually joe ramped worked on this movie he was a major part of one of the founding people of pixar that's an interesting thing uh but again we'll get into that uh later but um Well, because Pixar has actually already been founded in this point in time. It was founded in 1986. This movie came out in what, 1991? 99. 90. 90, okay. Oh, yeah, yeah, right. Not 1999. Because Beauty and the Beast came out in...
1: 1991. Everyone forgets about this movie. Rightfully so, but we'll get into that later.
0: Uh, So, this is a new system where it was completely digitalized, digitized on the computer. What they could do is what they could... uh, They could take the animator's drawings and put them into the computer and then color them digitally, assemble all the different elements together in the computer, and it works really well. And this movie is marks the first ever movie into Hollywood to be completely digital. Uh, so that's interesting. That's pretty cool. Uh, first feature film. And the troubles with the Xerox, or not the Xerox, the cap system, were that um, it hadn't really been tested, and they just immediately went into making a feature film with it. So... Uh... There were some troubles there, and the movie kind of flopped at the box office because Jeffrey Katzenberg like immediately pulled all all funding or pulled all advertisement, pulled all sponsorship, that kind of thing. Uh, so it bombed at the box office, and um, they were uh, everyone was sad. But they immediately moved on to Beauty and the Beast, which was a massive hit, nominated for best. That's like Picture. one year later, though. Exactly, yeah. So it moved right along to Beauty and the Beast, uh, which we'll talk about next episode, which is obviously a huge
1: Disney classic. So that worked out for
0: them. Um, But this movie is kind of like sandwiched. This is
1: like, and this is one of those black sheet Disney movies where it's just forgotten, where it gets easily forgotten.
0: And it's sandwiched in between two classics. Like, like, it's Little understandable Mermaid.
1: why this gets forgotten. Because like you said, Little Mermaid and Beauty and the Beast is right in between those two. And so yeah. very easily you'll forget about it. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of these Disney films that are like easily forgotten. Yeah. And that's understandably so, honestly. Mm-hmm. Because this movie is very forgettable. Yeah. it's.
0: I mean, it's like... It's, it's in between two classics and it didn't make much money at the box office. And I mean... I wouldn't say it's terrible, by any
1: means. Mm, well. And,
0: and I wouldn't even say it's bad, by any means.
1: I'm actually, just... it's actually not... Honestly, it's not as bad as I remember it being.
0: No, I mean, it's not... It's not bad. There's just nothing here that stands out as no. a true classic.
1: It's not well, like- well, my thing with this movie is, like... Because this is, like, the very first, like, theatrical release sequel that Disney ever did before I started doing those weird direct-to-video ones. Yeah. My question is, of all the Disney... See the Disney movies that you had done in the past to do a sequel to, why would you choose The Rescuers out of all the other ones that you could have done? Um, like, they had, like, all like, these a... other classic ones they could have done another one for, which I'm sure... I think some of the stars were dead. Well, like, that sounds harsh. It had passed on yeah, at that wow. point in time. <laughs> passed on is a better way to say it. it. had passed on at that point in time. But, like, still, I have questioned why they chose to do this movie for a sequel.
0: Yeah, well... I mean, maybe the reason is they thought they could improve upon the first movie. And I think they did. Yeah, slightly. Uh, The story is more well-rounded. It's more entertaining. It keeps your attention longer. The original one, there's a lot of awkward pauses. And it's very 80s. Or, no, it was the 70s. When was that movie? (laughs) That was, (laughs) like, I think it was like, I think it was late 70s. No, 80s. It was 80s, yeah. Because that's a very 80s movie. Like Late seventies, early eighties. The color palette and the tone and the mood of the movie. This is nineties. Um, that's very much an eighties movie. And I, I will think, say I do like the Outback setting.
1: Yeah, for this movie. And see, so it's it's cool. It reminds me of the place. I like Australia. I think Australia looks looks like looks really cool to go visit. And it also reminds me of the place that we eat at called Outback, which I love. Uh, so this movie. Is, it also also, a, the,
0: also the music is a lot better. Yeah. Um. It's just more like exciting and whimsical, um, just more. It's not really fast. Too. The whole it movie take like, an hour and eighteen minutes. It goes yeah. by like fast. Exactly, it moves right along. the The original movie took a little bit to get started, um, and it, it you know it's it was kind of slow moving throughout the whole thing. But this movie, it you know, kicks off with a really great opening, which I'd say the opening of the movie is probably better than the entire Rescuers movie. That
1: shot of all the bugs is better than the entire first movie. The opening
0: sequence. And I was just joking. I'm messing with you. Um, the opening sequence is probably better than the entire first movie. Eh. Because one thing that is good about this movie and that stands out is the visuals. Because it's the first movie using the cat system. And the cap system looks awesome. Uh, just the digital. Just I think this was a brilliant move. Because. And the story behind it is actually kind of funny. Because, you know. Uh, I think it was like Jeffrey Katzenberg or Michael Eisner came up with the idea and they were like, uh, and they told the CEO or the CCO, I think um, Frank Wells, they were like, Hey, um, you, you, it would be great if you could spend $10 million to make this cap system that might not even return a dime. Uh, So it was a risky move, but I think it very much paid off. Um, And then Roy E. Disney, the nephew of Walt Disney, uh, when this, Idea was proposed, and Frank Wells was uh, asked to sign a document that the contract that actually you know made it able to be made. Uh, Roy E. Disney just stood at the door of Frank Wells's office, and he just stood there. And the, Frank Wells was like, uh, "Roy, what are you doing?" He's like, "I'm not leaving till you sign that paper." And so he just stood there until he signed the paper, and then it was passed on to another guy, and then and, and the cap system ended up being made. Uh, so. It was, um, it was a very risky move, but I, again, I think it definitely paid off, because this like revolutionized the animation industry, in Walt Disney feature animation. Like, it just looks amazing, and again, the opening sequence looks, uh, like really great. It just it, the visuals are just really good, and I just think the way the movie moves, the way it feels, like just the timing and the, and the rhythm of the movie is just so much better than. The original rescuers uh it's just a lot more entertaining and it holds your attention and it it's not boring there's no part that lags it's lags or you know, uh that you know drags i guess you could say um kind of like, like a little bit uh the movie is it just has some you know nice fun characters that aren't annoying can but
1: we talk some that's one character secret that I are weird i think wilbur Kind of... Gets Wilbur gets annoying. He gets a little... Yeah,
0: he gets on my nerves a little
1: bit. I think it was... No, I'm not going to mention Okay. because I about this weird character that we discovered in this movie? Well, not discovered, but this weird character in this movie? Well, sure, yeah. It's <laughs> the hybrid. So, I mentioned this, like... I mentioned this, like, a few yeah, times in the uh, past. Yeah, yeah, yeah. there is a character in this in this movie named Jake, which, I, which is possibly the best character in that movie. Mm-hmm. I'm so biased, but I don't care. And so... Eli pointed this out. He has this weird hybrid of being a mouse and a kangaroo. Because he hops like a kangaroo. He has the feet of a kangaroo. He has a tail of a kangaroo. But he has the top half of a mouse. Yeah,
0: I was so weird. Like, they'd never explain it, though. It's just like, hey, here's this, like, rat guy. Rat satyr. It's like a satyr, but except instead of the top half being human and the bottom half being a goat. It's the top half being a mouse and the bottom half being a kangaroo. Yeah, it's... It, it, he literally has. It's, you can't say, "Oh no, it's not how it is." It's just, he looks that way. Like his his feet literally have hooves on them. Like that's hooves. what? It's hooves. 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 It's hooves. Hooves. It's hooves. Um, his 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 feet literally have hooves on them. So, and he has a, like a kangaroo tail. Like, it's not that ain't no mouse tail. That's a kangaroo tail. So they ne- and they never acknowledge it. Hey, eh, it's
1: Jay. They're just like, They're oh, like it's why did you hop that way?
0: Yeah, like, what are you... Why do we, you hop that way? His answer is the forest. You freak of nature. And it's they never explain it. Yo, oh, Jake. Uh, we just go along with it. Yay. And yeah, I just hop. Say, I hop very weird. I'm just like, excuse me. Is nobody going to talk about this? Like, he, he is some weird hybrid creature thing. That's I insulting. I didn't like it. I was like, what? It's so weird. And they, and they never explain it. They never acknowledge it. So... Uh, who knows what's going on there. What's
1: also, it? we have a Dr. Doolittle go- thing going on with the little kid in this movie. Dude, it's so... Because the, 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 the,
0: the main villain doesn't talk to animals, right? But the kid does. The kid is like... Eh. Cody. Uh, now Lassie, Lassie's stuck in the well. Let's go save her. Like, why is this kid talking to animals? Because it seemed like... Uh, does this imply that, kid, that kids believe more than adults do? Because in the first movie, the little girl could understand animals, right? I think she yeah I think she could she could and then the, the adults thought it was silly right yeah it might be a polar express situation <laughs> where it's like possibly you believe and you can hear the animals talking and then if you don't believe then you don't hear the animals maybe that's what it is it's never again that's never explained the world of the rescuers is like a weird wacky mystical world where kids can talk to animals but adults can and where there's hybrid animals of mice and kangaroos
1: <laughs> which is weird I guess it, I guess it's only really in Australia. Maybe
0: maybe there Australia, is if you go to Australia is you is you'll find thing. maybe there's a real animal that's like a mice a mouse and a kangaroo put together. You go to Australia, they find a hybrid mouse and a hybrid kangaroo. So weird, like they never explain it. Uh, so maybe it is it is a belief thing. Like the kids can believe, and so they hear the animals, and the adults don't, don't believe, so they don't hear the animals. They never explain that either. Like this world is definitely not a real life scenario because obviously kids can't talk to animals. No. If I could talk to animals, I would be. Very happy as a... If cat
1: could talk... Ooh, it's a scary thought.
0: Everyone just wants their animals to talk. So uh, if everyone could talk to their animals, it would be... The world would be a better place.
1: Uh, yeah. Yeah, I guess But... It's yeah. like the, the tire comes up to eat you. It's just like, don't
0: eat me. He's like, okay. Yeah, no, please. Like, you can reason with the animals. <laughs> like, bear... <laughs> be no, so let's funny. think about this. Am I really tasty to you? I thought you ate fish. Or, oh, yeah, right, okay, fine. Right. Like, you could... <laughs> The world would be a lot better place, but it's you can't
1: obviously you can't talk to animals. Well, lot less gator attacks. You can reason with a gator. Don't drown me. I won't taste good. He goes. But you're my friend. I'm not your friend. We're not friends. Oh, okay.
0: Because so, that's what gators
1: do when they drag you down. They think they're your friend. Oh, you know, so, you're their friend.
0: So obviously that doesn't happen. So this is definitely not a real life scenario. No, it's not. Um, but overall the movie is um fine. There's just nothing that stands. It's not out. great.
1: It's a, I definitely understand why it's a forgotten. It's well, a I circumstance- forget. I forgot a lot about this movie. It's just a circumstantial thing. Like it's just the circumstances of
0: when it came out, how it came out, um, why it came out, or just why it came
1: out is a, is a really good question.
0: Or just like just just a bad mix of events. So I feel like you know I feel bad for the rescuers kind of uh, franchise because. It just you know it's it, they're, they're forgotten. Disney I'm surprised movies. they
1: never made a third movie. Yeah, so that bothers me. Whenever they make a second movie, but they don't make a third, that's always bothered yeah. me. Yeah, I feel that way about like Ghostbusters. Like they made two movies, but they never made a third. They just came out with a third movie. It's called mm-hmm. Ghostbusters Afterlife. I don't know if you can count that as a third movie. But... Oh yeah, that's
0: right. Because they're making a sequel to Ghostbusters Afterlife. So well, they might. They set up the potential, but yeah. So. I mean the movie is good. It's not bad. There's no glaring issues here. No. Um it's just, you know, it's fine. Yeah. Uh there's just nothing that stands out here and it's in between two great classics. So, it just kind of gets forgotten and nobody really pays attention to it.
1: Um so that's our review on there's the life. There's like several of, of these forgotten Disney films that were pro- a lot of them are in the post renaissance era like in between like in between Tarzan versus and the Frog. There's a we're going to get into a lot more of forgotten disney films yeah so i mean visuals wise
0: the movie is very ambitious i mean this is the first digital fully digital uh feature film in hollywood so very ambitious vi- from a visual standpoint but from everything else standpoint nothing really too exciting here uh so i probably give it a six out of ten i give us
1: uh i give it a four wow but well no that's too hard maybe a five Whenever I gave the rescuers, I'll give this the same thing. I put, put them both. I do think same. that it is a lot better than the first rescuers. Because the first rescuers just had some issues. I put them equal.
0: I don't like one above the other. Uh, so, there you go. There's our, res- there's our, there's our review on the rescuers. I uh, hope you enjoyed. Jake, close us out.
1: And that's our show for today, everybody. Be sure to go watch Eli Head. Hollingsworth and Fries. Watch me and JVHGV. As well up Minecraft Madness. Nostalgia Freaks has just been rebranded and now the Movie Majors Movie Majors YouTube channel, all those on YouTube. You should also go check out the Xbox podcast that I have with Eli Spencer and keep in this podcast. And, and you'll, you'll hear, hear us real soon. soon.